intermittent fasting, aka 18-6, aka OMD, and a million other ideas and names. It goes on and on and on. This article is built to help you understand a little bit better, just like I wrote about keto and just like I will write about macros. The idea is you may be interested in this and you need someone to cut through the BS and teach you what's going on fast. Although intermittent fasting is not really a revolution in nutrition or eating patterns, it has been gaining major publicity lately and it has a huge following on social media, celebrity mentions, and with a lot of the heavyweights in the health and nutrition game. So what's all the hype about and is this idea for you? Well, at its roots, it's exactly what it sounds like, a mini fast. You're going to skip a meal or two. Spoiler alert, you're going to live through it. Spoiler alert number two, you won't waste away and burn all your hard-earned muscle up either. The following is the best example I can give you. After dinner one night, you go to bed and wake up and skip breakfast. You possibly also skip lunch too, and then you have a dinner. Rinse, recycle, and repeat as needed. You are now an intermittent faster. There you go, that's it. Hope you had a nice day. Wait, you want more info? Well, okay, let's get into some details then. I like to do that stuff. The above example may very easily be done and the health benefits are a mix of both the obvious and the subliminal. So first let's tackle the obvious. You're going to eat less. You'll lose weight most likely just because of the difference in daily calories. It's very tough to cram 2200 calories into one dinner meal and it doesn't feel good to do so even if you can. So there's that. Also it's cheap. You'll save money. You'll save time as you're not thinking about preparing three to six meals a day. It's simple. But rich celebrities and health gurus don't have to save time or money. They have dudes for that. So surprisingly, yes, there's actually a lot more to it. There's real science and some extraordinary benefits to both intermittent and even on the more extreme, actual fasting. Intermittent fasting is also known as the reduced window eating program, which fits. If my first meal was lunch after my workout, say 2 p.m., and I had dinner eaten and the dishes washed by 8 p.m., I just had a six-hour eating window. From two to eight, I could eat. Essentially, I get an 18-hour fast. For what, you ask? Why? What do you mean, why? Because the jack dude of the gym does it, of course. Why? Because your wife's friends are thinking about swearing to buy it next week. Because it's trending and cool and a hot celebrity from Hollywood does it. All right, you know I need a why, a real why. So let's dig into that. Well, how about some hormone optimization for you, Holmes? That do anything for you? No? How about a gut reset or autophagy, the clean out of bad and potentially dangerous cells and the proliferation of new healthy cells, particularly stem cells? Yes, you still have stem cells in your body. How about decreased insulin and the reset of insulin resistance, which is every day becoming the real deal, as in it seems insulin just screws up everything. Add to that the huge reduction in the variety of foods you eat, thereby reducing potential reactive foods. How about because you need to try something different? What you're doing isn't working and you feel like crap all day. Now after all this known entity stuff, the whole idea of a definition or what exactly is intermittent fasting gets a little blurry as different people classify their versions differently. Many proponents of intermittent fasting actually are working their eating window similar to the above, like a 16 hour or an 18 hour fast but they're more than happy to add high quality fats such as coconut oil, MCTs, and ghee to their coffee for the keto-like effects. 
So proponents of both keto and paleo style and lactin reduction diets all seem to find the intermittent fasting done this way, as in a lack of solid foods or a whole meal, but they can still have their fats in the morning, that kind of becomes their go-to diet. So is it really fasting if you're having the fats? Is it really fasting if you're putting something in your coffee? What's well, your decision? Who cares what you call it? What if you take supplements and vitamins? Is tea okay? I mean, this is where the lines blur and different people say different things. My take is to find out if any of these versions seem to work for you. You don't care what it's called or what some professional says. How do you feel? When it's done like this over a certain time frame, say for a couple of weeks, it seems to really jumpstart fat loss or better yet, fat utilization, which is known as true keto, where you actually start to burn fat as your food source, as your energy source. So this is my version of intermittent fasting, and I love this style. I try to use it often, usually for a few days or a few weeks at a, to- at a time. I'm not opposed to breakfast at times as long as it's not sugary goop and cereals on a day, so bacon and egg sounds right like I'm not fasting anymore. But I will share with you my experience, which is echoed by the players in the industry, because I'm kind of one of those guys that does a high-fat breakfast, and then I don't eat much during the day, and I tend to have one meal at the end of the day. But here's what I get. My brain works better. My guts feel good and reset. I feel super strong at my workouts and I drop fat. Not just weight, but drop fat quickly. And I can see a difference in the mirror in just a couple of days. My joints don't ache very much and I get over soreness much faster. You want my ideas on why? Because a lot of the food we eat in America is crap and you've just excised a significant portion of crap out of your system. So you're gonna feel a lot better. And I'm quite confident I will try an extended fast for 36 to 48 hours in the next few weeks because I love to experiment. And what I've seen works, and I want some real-world results from the intermittent. Note, extended fasts seem to work much more quickly, especially with true keto-type results. So if you've prepped the system and you're going to try keto, try fasting for a while or intermittent fasting for a while before you get into the true keto. The idea is that the insulin is low and the resistance sort of resets. You're ready for a few biological steps. You're ahead a little bit and that speeds up where you're trying to get to. So recap, I know it's kind of new and trendy over the last few years, but there's a feeling I get when trying intermittent fasting that there's something to it. I would push all of you to at least try a version of this in the near future and just look into it. Understand that there are multiple versions and that your social media friends may not be doing the same version as you. It's not a one-size-fits-all deal, nor is fasting as a whole, nor is keto, nor is low-carb. None of the internet sensation magic bullets it's built to be. It's built to be and is and always has been something personal. There is something to the whole, what we are eating is causing issues in our health. That's real. And although much like global warming, a lot of famous spokespeople and trolls will just deny it and say these new trends are stupid, they'll do it until they're forced to see reality. It is happening now and it is all real and you guys need to know more about it. You need to see what works for you and react to changes you see and start to feel and become your own best doctor, your own best nutritionist and your own best trainer. I understand all this information may be directly opposed to breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But that stuff is dogma that your mom and your POE coach were adamant about. It seems like all those kids on the film strips of my youth weren't actually tired at school because they were too poor to eat. It was because they actually had a really crappy home life. And most of them were up all night with problems that we don't even want to dive into, man. All right, that was bad. No kid should go hungry. I'm just trying to make a point that our diets are the solution to all of it. To the fat gain, the diseases, the feeling crappy, the sleep problems, the cost of rising healthcare, 
the reason I can't afford insurance. It comes down to our diets. The answer, the answer is not taking more anti-inflammatories, antacids, and more caffeine. Those are treatments and band-aids. It's time to start playing with real solutions and changes, not treatments, causes versus treatments. We all need to experiment with what works for us and look for a better way. And I think intermittent fasting is a great way to start that.